brother. And this last Sunday should be wash, just praise day. It's just for praise. You know, every day we come to God and we thank Him and we ask Him for so many things. But tonight, today, is a day we come to God just to say thank you. Ten lepers were healed by Jesus, but only one went back to say thank you. And Jesus said to that one, He says, you are made whole. Because there is distinction between being healed and being made whole. Let me whisper a gossip. God's gossip. Good, so Charles, I'm telling to put, yeah, I've sent him my marriage. My marriage. Uh, it's it on there. Let me tell you the gossip now. 36 years ago, I married my wife. I thought women would give me the acclamation of girls. Is she not a girl? And of what? But you know, the issue about my wife is this. I just told them to go and put the photograph of... The one I married. I told my wife that um, both of us looked at our photograph 36 years ago. And I said to her, return me back to my originality. <laughs> I'm not counterfeit now. But um, it seemed as if in those days, I, I see I was muscular. My muscles have turned to fat now. And I had six packs. But now I have just one pack. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those of you who have six packs, God forgive you. <laughs> you only need to fall into the hands of a good woman. He will turn all your six to one. Amen. Please, please, please come over. So, Dickness, come and sit down here, please. When you are doing Thanksgiving, you are in front. That's why we are in front too. And you are in front. You are in front. Thanksgiving. So many Thanksgiving today. And you know, there is someone in this church who hijacked my wedding day. And it's spice of life. Can you imagine? <laughs> my daughter, sister Yinka, and um, my son, brother Soji, they chose to marry on the date we were married. I think we were married on the 30th of April. Is that not correct? Yes. Someone just reminded me that 30th of April is Tuesday. I said to her, I've enjoyed my marriage life to the extent that I don't remember the day anymore. So it's a special Thanksgiving. However, whenever we celebrate our 36 years together in the journey, we also celebrate the years we have known one another from our courtship to wedding because I met my wife in 1973. I don't know what month is it again. Did you hear her? She said 18th of August. The man who proposed does not remember the day. But the one who said I do remembers the day. Well, it took us a good journey to get married. 
because of nepotism. Don't ask me why. <laughs> my, my, my son was asking me today that why don't Nigerians have one language as a national language? He said French people, they speak French. Spanish people, they speak Spanish. He said Indians, they speak Hindi. Nigeria, why can't they speak one language? I said to him that when God created Nigeria, he sent so many diverse people, he gathered them together, and he formed the country called Nigeria. They have over 250 languages in that country. So, if they have 250 languages, how shall we speak one language in that country? Uh, whose language shall it be? That is going to be the first question. I said to him that that's the reason why that country is so great in the world. Amen? Look at you. I used to, I was a Nigerian. Because I said that when I get to the airport of Lagos, you better deport me back to England. And I will ask you to tell me the history of Lijad. And if you claim to be a Nigerian, you don't know the history of Lijadu, it means that I have to deport you to wherever you want. Well, we thank God so much for the privilege. It's a great honor to know the Lord Jesus. Today, because it's Thanksgiving Day, I don't intend to hold you quite long, for a long time. But at the same time, I intend to, first of all, say thank you to God for you. Because when I remembered our wedding, we were just two who started the journey. But if I look at our children, upon the face of the earth now, they number into thousands. Some of them are connected with us live now, in celebration with us. Some of them are in their parishes at this hour, from India to Europe, Sweden, Germany, Ireland, Republic, and to other parts in Europe, to United States, in various states that God has given us children, Canada, Australia, Nigeria, Cameroon, Benin Republic, Togo, and in the Caribbeans. And whenever I remember that, we look at the day of little beginning. When we went to the altar and we did not know what God had in plan for us. It is expedient for me to talk about this today because I want to encourage you very briefly today in line with what God has been telling us as his own children. Over the past two months, I started to teach you from the finished work of the cross, really for three months, what the cross of Calvary had already finished. And we recognize few scriptures. Let's look at them together. The book of Colossians chapter 1 from verse 13. It says, For he had rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his son. The next verse says, In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we recognize therefore that the death of Christ, by the death of Christ, God the Father rescued us. Anybody who is born again, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God the Father has rescued you from the dominion of darkness and translated you into kingdom. 
And if I may remind us just very briefly, I help you to understand the disparity between dominion and kingdom as in law. Dominion is a sub-territory of kingdom. We understand something in law that it is the kingdom that legislates primary status, we call it. And dominion are only in charge of secondary status, which is subject to the interpretation of the primary status. That is to say, anyone that is in the kingdom is a ruler over anyone in dominion. It is impossible for Royal Borough of Greenwich to gather and make a law that will be binding over the United Kingdom. It is impossible for Scotland to make a law in their parliament that will be enforceable over the 10 down the streets or our parliament in London. Because Welsh parliament, Irish parliament, Scottish parliament are subsidiaries of the main parliament. If in law we understand that, then more than that we should understand that God, when the Bible says God rescued you from dominion and translated you into kingdom, all right? And he went for that to help us know that the dominion is ruled by men and spirits, demons. Therefore, the rest of the finished work of the cross should be made simple to understand. You do not live in dominion. You live in the kingdom. And the kingdom has power over dominion because the kingdom created dominion and gave the dominion the jurisdiction. That is the limit of their power. He gave power to dominion and he dictates the limit of such power that dominion can operate in. And dominion cannot by any reason or any way of shape or form transgress their jurisdiction. Therefore, no wonder Isaiah 54 verse 18, if you read from verse 13 really down, it began to say your children, your, your, your children shall be taught from above and grace shall be the peace of your children. And he said that I'm the one who made the, the ravager to work havoc. I'm the one who created the blacksmith that forged weapons that is fitting for his operations. And he says, I'm the one who created the ravager to work havoc. And God said, no weapon forged against you in the kingdom will prosper. Why? Because no man can decide to shoot an arrow because you are angry with the royal air force. And they are flying over your house and you are angry because of their noise. And you take your bow and arrow and shoot to the sky to bring down the plane of the Royal Air Force. It's impossible. It is inconceivable for such to happen. So also, it is inconceivable for anybody in the kingdom of darkness to be able to access somebody who, I mean, in the dominion of darkness, to access somebody who is in the kingdom. Let them forge any weapon that is fit for their operation when that weapon is geared towards a saint of God, it becomes obsolete. That is the scripture. And that is life to life till today. Why then the cry in the church about Satan? Ignorance is why they cry about Satan. And God continued to help us understand 
Colossians chapter 2, therefore, from verse 13 as well, it carries on and says that we, Colossians 2, 13, yes, it says that the rescue of God was provided while we were still in sin. When you were dead in your sins and transgression and circumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave you all our sins. If God forgave all our sins and curses is the result of sins, if you say generational curse, you mean the consequence of the sins of your generation. And if the Bible says God forgave all our sins, it is only through Jesus Christ a man can be free from the retribute of generation because when a man comes to Jesus Christ, God forgives all sins. All sins means your sins and the previous sins. Romans chapter 5 verse, verse 25, uh, chapter 3 verse 25 tells you that. Don't go there because I need this one. In Romans chapter 3 verse 25, it says that in his forbearance, he had let everything committed beforehand to go unpunished. In other words, the sins of, the fa- of your fathers, the sins of your mothers, and the sins of your generation. When you get to Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus washed you from it. This is the scripture, not the philosophy of a man. Are we together now? Are you getting along with me today? I'm taking you on a, 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 just a brief ride. That's the reason why in Christ the Tabernacle Church, we have no fear to enter into any territory. Alright? Both in India, we went, destroyed the paths of the Guru, we went to Jebu land, and everybody was running from their forbidden forest, they said it. We entered forbidden forest where they said it is forbidden. They said the forest is forbidden. I took you guys and we entered there. From that day, that forest became unforbidden. Haven't it been forbidden by their forefathers for 500 years? We never prayed to enter therein. I took you to the United States of America in Casadega, which is dedicated to Lucifer, spoke over the ground, and the following year, a church arose from that place, according to the prophetic word. To help you know that the word of God is not theory. It is true. Completely true. It is not a philosophy. It is God, Godlosophy, if I may say that. It is God's own word, alive and more real than any other word. Therefore, that's what tells you and I, Jesus forgave all our sins, not some of our sins. So it is wrong for a Christian to believe he can suffer from generational curse. Because it is like a Christian lying to himself. What God has forgiven, you cannot say that it is still potent. However, the next verse further tells us the reason why or the technicality of how that was accomplished. It says, having cancelled the written code with its regulations or every covenant that stood against us with its legal demand. The other translation says, what did he say? Cancel every written code with its regulations that was against us and stood opposed to us. He took it away and did what? Say it loud. I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Jesus nailed them to the cross. 
He finished there. Let me help you understand this. What I was teaching you this, I said, sometimes when I read Paul, now, before when I read Paul, I just interpret him as a clergyman. But I discover that even now in law, what we understand as a clergy is the truth. Law only helps us to understand more the meaning of some words that Paul used. Like here, he said, written codes. And then he went further to say, regulations or legislations. We understand if you study European Union law, you will know about what regulation is and the difference between regulation and directives. And when the Bible is saying this, when Paul was writing this, he wrote as a lawyer using legal language so that people can know it is binding. The Bible says here, every, he cancelled every written code. Understand that a written code is a code that was before. Do we agree what I'm saying? You cannot call a code that is not yet written a written code. A code for tomorrow cannot be written code. So, it is a written code. A code that has already been written. And you understand that written code does not come because of one man. It is a consensus, an agreement of consensus that brings about a written code. There is an agreement made by some consensus. And that is written which was binding to everyone involved. So therefore, every agreement between you and your father, uh, you, your father and the works of darkness or powers of darkness, whether you went to a court and you took blood covenant or you took water covenant, any covenant that you took. Now, haven't you taken those covenants? A code will be written which is binding to you between you and those spirits and those powers. Now, let me help you know this. Deliverance cannot break it. As many have been deceived. Because there is no indication in the scripture that says such can happen. The only indication in the scripture says when a man comes into Jesus Christ, automatically those written codes have been nailed 2,000 years ago. So, the cross of Calvary is a provision for a man like yourself and myself who have made covenant with Satan when we did not know what we were doing or our ancestors who have made covenant with the devil concerning the children born in the family and that covenant have been afflicting every child in the family and one of the children woke up to the senses that there is a name that is given above all names that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and there is a name that God had given that no covenant can stand against and that child says Lord, I reject all my ancestral worship. I run into Jesus. The moment he runs through the bloodline, the gate is closed. Let me help you know this. Codes and covenants are not made by people of equal standing. It's always an agreement between somebody who is stronger and the other one who is lesser. In law. So it is. So when we were in the world, Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 3 tells us, we were under the control of Satan. Yes? So when we went to shrine and get ourselves involved with idol worshipping, we did it because a superior being was compelling us with conditions that are terrible to do that. As an imposter presenting himself as a solution to us. So it was based on deception. 
Our forefathers who worship idols were deceived by the devil. And yet, the code was binding. Okay. No wonder. When a man runs to the truth, therefore, the truth negates falsehood. The covenant made by Christ is the covenant based on truth. So also, the one devil and demons and men occult was created by Jesus. John 1.1, 1, 1. in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. By Him all things were made, and apart from Him was nothing made. That's what the Bible says. If you read further now, from 12 it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory of the only Son of God. By Him all things were made. Colossians 2, if you read from, uh, one, read from 15, He is the one, He is the visible image of the invisible God. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Are we together now? So therefore, when you make covenant with a higher power, the covenant you make with subsidiary is obsolete. You do not need anyone's prayer to obsolete it. The cross of Calvary paid the price. It paid the price. The reason why many Christians go look for prayer, look for prayer, look for prayer, and yet their life is bamboozled and, and, and destroyed, is because, you, you know, they are, they, are, they are working in ignorance. If you are a medical student and you continue to read carpentry book, on the day of examination, you will recognize that hammer and saw, when it's mentioned in medical, it means something else. Are we together now? And many believers have been a victim of false teachers. I teach you, and I take you straight to the field. If I tell you Satan is nothing... I tell you, I, I tell everybody in the world, if anybody knows that they have a devil in their place that is worrying them, you don't want it anymore. Call CFT, we, we're going to remove it. My kids will remove it without praying. We don't need to pray because Jesus paid the price. I would together now. So therefore, the Bible further tells us, he destroyed every creating code that stood against us and all the legacy. It says that that was against us and that stood opposed to us. I love that. He took it away. If any power rises against a Christian, confront it. Because anything that opposes you has been taken away. Do you need anyone's agreement? No. You only need to speak in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Are we together now? If I can do it, you can do it. I love it. Why did I say that? The next verse says to us, Having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle. I love the King James verse. It says he made a public shoe. Hallelujah, somebody. I love Jesus. There is nothing the devil can do with you when you are born again. <laughs> Either he likes it or not. There is nothing he can do with you. If you don't give him the chance. One of the ways Christians give the devil chance is ignorance. The scripture says there is an error that, I, that is under heaven. It says that there is, there is a... There is a, there is a um, yeah, an error that proceeded from a ruler. There is a mischief that I see under heaven, an error that proceeds from a ruler. It says, sons are walking barefooted, and slaves are riding on their horse back. 
because of ignorance. Somebody didn't know their sons. I told you several times ago that the day you drive your car to your gate, and your gate man is telling you, sir, what is the time? And you say to the gate man, I'm sorry, the one you employed. And he said to you that tomorrow make sure you don't come home late. Hmm? I say, sorry, sir. To your gate man. That's what many Christians do. The devil has been defeated, cast out from heaven, defeated on earth. When they cast him out of heaven, Revelation chapter 12 tells you that. 7 to 12. By angels. Jesus came to the world and destroyed him. No wonder Jesus said in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 18. He says, I see the devil fall. I saw him fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you what? Authority over all the powers of the enemy. <laughs> I always tell stories. I was in Benin Republic one day. With a church in Benin. And I was brought to the radio. And I told the radio the day before that. All of you voodoo priests, people. You are my brothers and sisters. For God so loved Come on now. That he gave his. That whosoever shall not but have. Alright. So I told them that my brothers. And I said that I'm doing crusade here because of them. And I begged them in the name of God. That every terrible power in Bene. The power they know that they can use. And someone can drop dead instant. They should bring it tomorrow. I said because I know that they are religious, very, very religious. But now, I have come to tell them about somebody else who is God. So if they have any God or any power that they are confident of, they should bring it to my crusade the following day. So, that was the announcement on, the, on radio. They never let us rest. They beat their drums from 12 midnight to 6 a.m. Satanic drums. So, and I was hearing, they were waking me up when I want to sleep. I said, okay, tomorrow too, I will make sure you don't sleep. Area. The following day, the hall was jammed. Is your local, you know, town hall, jammed to the outside. People were all over the field, was jammed. They have fortified one man overnight, and they put all their powers in his hand, into two rings. And they said, you kill him. Okay? I'm talking about Kweku power. That is bad. So, when I gave challenge publicly among idol worshippers, because when we first entered Bene Republic, I saw a big signboard, Bene Republic, the land of voodoo, and my intestine turned for the earth is the Lord's, not voodoo. I said we will change the symbol to the land of Jesus Christ. It is an insult for believers to be living on earth and someone claim a land and call it for Satan. It is an insult. So wherever the case may be. The man sat at the end of, the, of this row, about three rows to the end, and he held the two rings in his hand and put it in his pocket. And the priestess of Kweku, Baal, were sitting all over, and priests. You know, that place, when they come, 
the priestess, they don't put anything over their breast. They leave their breast out and they have inseminated the whole of the breast. You see them from their head like this. They've inseminated everywhere. Their eyes are wild. Nonsense. Nonsense. Anybody with somebody does not try to show. When you see people trying to prove that I'm somebody, it's because they are nobody. You see somebody jumping up and rolling on the floor. That is not deliverance. That is just game. That is game. <laughs> they are pushing somebody's head. It's just ordinary deception. It is game. <laughs> yeah, you command a demon. The person who has the demon will not, he will not know what is taking place after you have commanded it. Is that not the spectacular many Christians want to watch in churches? <laughs> lie over lie. So when I was sitting down like this and they were doing worship, and I was praising God in my heart, the Holy Spirit said to me, look behind you. And I saw my skull opened. Without turning back, my eyes began to see everybody behind me. And he took me in my sight, past every row to the last, thought to the last row. And I saw the man, and he took me, my sight, right through the hands of the man to his pocket. When I looked at the hand, the hand became like cellophane, back, and the rings in his hand. I said, what is this? He says, that is the one they sent to kill you. I said, Lord, is it? <laughs> I said, what shall we do? He said, whatever you like to do. I said, good. I will teach this one lesson number, number 11. So, I told my son there, Pastor Dakwa was with me. I said, look, 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 look. Tell the people to stop praise and worship. I want to go on to the pulpit. And the praise was so high. The place was charged. You know when you praise God, God come to dance. Amen. He was dancing in the book of Acts. And then the earth was quaking. When Silas and Barnabas were praising him. Paul and Silas were praising him. So, when I mounted the pulpit, I said, somebody was sent here to kill. I said, all of you, you are welcome. All the voodoo priests, you are welcome here today. Because I'm happy that you came. And the voodoo priestesses, I'm happy that you came. We also, we are priests. But we are not of voodoo. I said, however... It is a pity that all of you put your part together into the hand of one man. That makes it easy to deal with you. <laughs> Maybe if you had had your powers in your pocket, we have to deal with everybody. But now it's not a big fight. There is a man over there who was said to call kill. I said, stand up. And the man did not stand up. I said, stand up. The man did not stand up. I said, the man is on my left side, my right side. And the first in the front front look back, they 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 look back. When they got to him, he to look back. Uh, I said, I'm going to go left for. I just spoke in tongues. <laughs> People don't understand. The Bible says, in the latter days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, not priests. Everyone born again. The spirit of God is inside you. And the spirit of a man is the man himself. When the spirit leaves a body, you call the body dead. As I'm so, you call me Alfred because my spirit is in this body. When my spirit is 
out of this body, you will not call the body out of you say it's dead. So if the spirit of God lives in a man, God himself is the one living in that man. It only happened through Jesus Christ. I would get them. I said that is the man. You know, pointing finger from here to the back there, who can identify the person I'm pointing to? But the Spirit of God Himself, who revealed Him. And the angels of God pulled Him up forcefully. Suddenly, the man got a. Everybody scattered. <laughs> Everybody scattered. And he's somewhat in his pocket. And they were pushing him forward like that. He pushed himself to the, to the aisle. And free aisle. It was coming like that. Pushing him like that. If they weren't pushing him, can a human be a normal man walk like that? Uh, uh. <laughs> Let me tell you this. When they brought him to the front, I said, bring your hand out of your pocket. He said, I cannot. I said, I know you can't. I said, Lord, I command his hand to be free. Let the angels lose him now, Father. And I said, bring it out. He brought the hand out like this. Open the hand. And he was shaking. I opened his hand and I took the ring. I put it in my pocket. I said, did you see the ring he brought to kill me? He was, if you pour, he was like somebody pour pour bucket of water on him. Shaking. I said to him that, son, don't be afraid. You will not die. You are made in God's image. You are sent to kill me. But I don't have death but life. So I disengaged the devil inside him. You know, that's how the demons are terrified. The ones that remain. Because of that, they didn't enter. Demons are not foolish. They know where they can mess around. And they know where they cannot. I rebuked the spirit inside him. Instantly, the man was set free. <clears throat> not after praying for two hours. Not fasting for seven days. Anyone who cannot cast out demons exactly the way Jesus did it, you should question them who sent them. Because Jesus said in John 14, 12, If you have faith in me, you will do the things I've been doing, and as I have done it, not as you will do it. Let me say this to you. This power of God, do you need any charismatism to get it? No. You only need faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That is the reason why all false doctrines that Satan brought to the church is to weaken the faith of God's people. I hate it to my life. For God's people to be deceived and be lied to so that they can be kept like, like, like powerless on earth. And many are. God lives in you. What can be against you? If God lives in you, what can you fear? What battle can you not fight? Do you not go with the God in you to fight battles? Does he sleep when there is battle? The Bible says, thanks be to God. He always gives us victory. Understand, therefore, we will always have battles. Do you need to fast in battle? No. You need faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I remember when I was in Ijebuland, they were telling me that uh, we need to do intercession. I said, I didn't come here for intercession. I came here to Show me where devil is. And you leave it for me. I don't go and fast because of Satan. It is nonsensical. A recruit, a general who was passing, and he said there's a recruit there. You must salute before you pass. And the general took go to the recruit and, and salute the recruit. I mean, back of faith. 
So what am I saying to you today? Finish work of the cross. Jesus made a public show of the devil. Yes? Triumphing over him by the cross. He disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle so that you and I can continue to make public spectacle of the devil. There is nothing the devil can do to anyone who is truly born again. Who are those who are born again? Look at John chapter 8 verse, verse 31. The people that can operate God's power, let me show you. Many people go to church, but they have not been born again. Born again is a change of mind and a change of your address. The address of your house changes when you give your life to Jesus. Look at what it says. I said, it together. To the Jews. Stop. So Jesus is talking to those who claim to be born again here. Correct? Come on now. Because anybody who believes in Jesus is the person who is claiming to be born again. What did Jesus say to them? Shall we read together again? Stop, stop, stop. You know, I was watching you on television, and when I ask you to speak, I can't hear it. I'm sure audio, audio you are hearing all the voices. Because when I tell you to speak the word of God, where many people are speaking the word of God, you are charging the atmosphere. Because the word is spirit, Jesus said. Amen. So when a Christian reads the holy word of God, you must read it with impetus. Now, can you read the word of the living God to the Jews? Yes. Stop. Many Christians today hold to the teachings of their general overseers who can see nothing. They hold to the teachings of bishops who preside over nothing before God. Man of God who does not know the God of the man. And so, when they teach them things, they are not able to check those things with what Jesus said. If they did, oh, there are many things that you will have questioned. I had some people in the, when I went to um, Birmingham, they said the minister came from Nigeria. And he was telling them, he, he said, you need to be sorted. They call it sorting out. And then he will take a form and ask them all, all, all maladious questions. And then he would like, now go away to try to program how they will sort it out. I'm going to finish you in this, man. When I got there, they mentioned the name of the man. I said, I know him. I have rebuked him before in the plane. The day I met him in the plane, my old friend, I said, ah, when did you become this sorted out that you are sorting? And he was just looking at me. The apostle will know you like that. Some people think I'm a troublemaker. I'm not. I make trouble with Satan, not with man. But if you are a deceiver, if you meet me on the road, I will accuse you. Because if I have heard you say it, I didn't hear it from third party. I will question you. I want to learn something new from you, the Bible says. And then they said that some people, every, uh, every year you must do the redemption, uh, an offering for redemption of your firstborn, because they are firstborn, all firstborn are miserable. I am firstborn son, and I'm not miserable. Do I look miserable? Oh, 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 let me just tell you this, church. You know, I told you that, I told you on Friday that my res- I, I, I expected to get over 75 in my course. I just finished my course in Cambridge University now, and the result came out yesterday officially. I got 79.7%, not per 200 cents. (laughs) 
Micah 79 and 7. Some people say that Satan sits upon their head. So they cannot read and understand. I wonder who is your head. The Bible says the head of the church is Christ. So if your head is not Christ, somebody must sit on it, of course. If Jesus is not sitting on it, another thing must look for. Spirits are looking for a chair. You give them chair on your head, they sit there. All those nonsense. Oh, somebody is uh, affecting your star. I don't have a star in heaven. My name is Alfred Williams. You have Andromeda, you have Jupiter, you have Orion constellation. Do you have a Williams constellation? Nonsense. No man has stars in heaven. Lie, 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 lie. My father used to lie to people before he got born again. Are we together now? Jesus paid the price. Satan wants you not to believe a lie. As long as a child remains, a son remains a baby, he is subject to instructors. Someone says, Apostle, do you, you, must be, you must be praying all night. I don't, I sleep. There is a place for prayer, there is a place for fasting, but I will never fight because of problems. Neither will I fight because of Satan. God forbid. The Bible says, resist ye the devil, it shall flee. It did not say, fast ye the devil, or pray ye the devil. I teach you here to fast. Not all this rubbish fast many people do. 24 hours go without food and water just to seek the face of God. A love day with the Lord. Not praying because of problem or fasting because of problem, but seeking relationship. No wonder the Lord has taken me to heaven several times. When I talk of angels, I'm not talking about some abstract being. I'm talking about my friends. They are here now. Look at them. They are with you everywhere you go. You only need to have faith. So the Bible says, Jesus said to the, those who said, I believe in you. Jesus said to them, if you hold to my teaching, so that anybody who teaches anything, check it out whether I said that. If I didn't say that, don't believe it. No matter what title he has. Either Pope. I mention Pope because he's the highest. At least among us in title. Yeah? If he says anything that is different to what Jesus said, Jesus said, don't believe him. Don't believe a man because he claimed to be a holy man. Believe a man who said what Jesus said. Because he went for that to say in the next verse. Then you will know the truth if you hold my teaching. You will know the truth. There is no witch that is after a Christian. It is Christian after witches. Listen to me. There is no devil after a Christian. The only thing they can do is to manipulate your mind. Come on now. Let me give you an example. I am working right now. In me is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay? Who created all spirits and powers. Now, can you tell me? They are not visible. They are my spirit. They are in my body. Can you tell me that demons will now follow me when they see their maker inside me? No, no they will be planning to shoot me, Haru. Because that their maker cannot see. Don't you understand that if a spirit of hell sees his maker in a person, they behave. They behave so that, that their maker don't reveal their presence. Because it only takes that person to say in the name of Jesus. Either in praise or in worship or in rebuke. Once you mention the name Jesus, everything collapses. So when demons see a Christian, they try to fly low, hide low. Beg God 
How can those Christians be people that some ministers are telling, what did you do for them that they are pursuing you up to here? Pursue who? Pursue who? Ha, my Let me tell you something. Sometimes when I preach here, I, I want to go and preach in Nigeria, you know? <laughs> you know what came to my mind now? They pursue you. Look. They always say something in my language. You know what that means? If a baby went to the river with Calabash, this God, to fetch water, and the God slept away, okay? And the river is carrying it away. If that child continues to follow the God, you know, the tide will be faster than him. He will soon, that child will soon be, be, be sunk. He will soon be forgotten. So are you. So are you. No weapon forced against you can prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. Your brain is blessed by God. If you can read Bible and you understand it, read anything, you will be a genius in it. Dumb Bible, dumb intelligence. At my age, I'm reading. I'm just going to start my PhD shortly. I left PhD in law because I want to finish some other things. New York Bible, we'll finish it shortly. Finish all the bad that had bad. So that nothing bad me. We call it cross-jurisdictional barrister. So that it's not only Europe I can operate, I can operate in America and I can operate in Nigeria. And if ECOWAS start bar, I will bar ECOWAS and then I'll do my PhD. Let me say something. Someone says that the older you are, your brain is sleeping. That's a lie. That's a lie. When Caleb was 80 years old, he said, give me my territory. I will lead my army. I will plan my strategy and we will take over. And he did at 70, at 80. Look at Moses. God did not call him when he was 40. He was enjoying life. Then another 40 years, he was going through training. When he was 80 years, God came and said, Moses, now, come and go and deliver his... Ah! You need somebody who is younger. God said, no, I need you. What about Abraham? In his 70s, God spoke to him. God didn't come back to him until he was almost 100. Come on now, come on now, come on now, come on now. Anything contrary to that is a lie. The older you are, the stronger. You may not have physical strength. That's the reason why it is your brain that is increasing. Is your brain not older? So someone says to me that I am 40 now. How can I go and start a degree? Who told you? They say a fool at 40 is a fool forever. That is Satan who said that. The Bible says at 40, at 50, at 60, at 70, at 100, I can do what all things through Christ who was strengthened. Today is marathon. Two people are running marathon, 83 and 84. They are running a marathon outside now. Marathon at 83, 84. If they at mar- at 83, 84, they showed us a man in England who ran marathon at 90 something. Come on now, ma, 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 ma. We're finishing this morning. I told you, one of the things that frustrates believers, and I will share this more with you. You have ignorance, all right, which is the primary and fundamental recipe to failure out of ignorance is inability to take the right move because you are just ignorant of it i said this to you when we come next sunday we'll carry on 
You must make sure you do not live a life without a purpose. Okay? That's number one. Why? I said purpose is defined as the reason or the motive behind your actions. It is the intent that informs your actions. <clears throat> purpose is the driver <clears throat> of your vision. I said to you three things that you must not forget. Because for purpose is the foundation of your existence. Every day you wake up and you do not do, anything, do things in line with your purpose is another day you miss forever. Prayer cannot regain it. I said this to you, remember. Purpose, purpose guides your decision and strategies towards your creative values. Number two. Purpose aligns your team, if you are working with people, towards a common goal. If in the church all of us are working towards, if we have a purpose, we will not work towards a common goal. In your office, if all your staff have purpose, if you have a purpose, you pray to your staff, and they buy into the purpose, you will have a common goal. Purpose gives rise to courage, which effects positive changes. Now, let me say this to you, therefore. You must align your purpose with God's purpose. When we come in next Sunday, I'm going to be teaching you more on aligning your purpose with God's purpose. Everywhere that Christians cannot align their purpose of life with God's purpose, they fail. They fail. This is what we're going to be looking at in the next lecture. If you look at the book of 1 John 5, 4, it says, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So, if you have a purpose or a, uh, you know, in life, and that purpose is not of God, it can be frustrated. It will be frustrated. It will come to naught. We're going to be looking at the fact that God created the, 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 the heavens and the earth by purpose. And His word was in line with His purpose. His plan was in line with his purpose. His thought was in line with his purpose. And Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, Be ye imitators of God. So I leave you with this today. Look at the purpose of God for you before we pray. Jeremiah 29, 11. Let's read it together, please. Shall we read it together, please? Let's start again. Who said this? To who? When? I can't hear you. I said, who said this? To who? When? So if anybody say you are a miserable man, it's a liar because God didn't say so. Anyone say that you cannot succeed in life, they are liars. God didn't say so. If your mind tells you that you will fail, it's a liar. Your mind just lied. God didn't say so. God didn't say so. What I'm teaching you today, if anybody says that, ah, you know that man, uh, do you believe him? You need some anointing to, for that thing to happen. That person is the son of Satan. 
He lied. God didn't say so. God, God only said faith. I only practice the Bible. I don't have any anointing. But however, I've seen the lame walk. I've seen the blind see among you. You know that. Confronted the devil in three continents. In England, confronted the devil, chased him out. In America, I went there and chased the devil out of that place called Casadega. Any one of you who are Google Casadega, you will see. It's the land of Satan in America. I went there, sent the devil packing. Africa, evil forest, I went there. This is not stories. When, when, they, when the Satanists were angry and they sent an evil bird to kill me, I commanded the evil bird, life out of him, it came down now. Go and check it on the, on the Google, you'll find it. Not by anointing, but by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Because some people have bastardized the word anointing. They make you feel that you are not anointed, but they are. They are messengers of Satan. Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 12, If you have faith in me, you will do what I have been doing. If Jesus wants you to do what he is doing, woe to the man who says you cannot do what he is doing. And Jesus said, greater work shall you do. Because I go to the Father. In another words, I am the one who will do the work in you. Not in pastor of evangelists. In you who believe. Change your mindset today. Therefore, this is the purpose of God for you. It is not to harm you. But to prosper you. God has a purpose for you in the land of the living. To give you hope. Put it on the board for me please. An unexpected end. To give you hope. An unexpected end. If you look at the scripture therefore. Write this down. Your vision must be driven by this purpose. Jeremiah, I said, those of you around the person should help them whenever I'm talking, please. Your plans must be driven by this purpose. Number two, your vision, any vision of defeat, don't have it. If you are in England, some of you should end up in parliament in this country. If you are hearing me in Africa, in anywhere, drive yourself towards your parliament. Acquire everything necessary to be a ruler. Do not believe in failure. Because God said his plan is not to harm you. Do not believe any man can hinder you. Because they cannot. You are the only one who can hinder yourself by unbelief. Unbelief. Your vision must be driven by purpose. Your plan. Number three. Your actions must be driven by purpose. Number four. Your words. Number five. Your thoughts. Number six, your behavior. And finally, your values. By the grace of God, when I come in next Sunday, we're going to be looking at this. I'll be talking about aligning your purpose with God. You may also put a subtitle on that, purpose that cannot fail. Whatsoever they decided in heart. Genesis chapter 11 verse 6, God said they can achieve. You don't need money to fulfill vision. I will help you know some few people who did that. Look at Airbnb. It was on television yesterday, isn't it? That they were, they were what is not nice and for something billion. And then you had um, this um, Uber, two point something billion. Airbnb happened by two people who just decided to host one person in their house when they came for conference in America and the, the hotels were full. And these two guys said, let us host one of these people. And when they hosted the, the, that guy, 
And at the end of it, the guy was going. One of them now said, if we can do this, why don't we do it all the time? And the other one said, oh yeah, that's a good idea. At least it will give us some income to reduce our rent, our mortgage. Okay. And they started. And began to advertise their own house. And then one of them said that, why don't we open it up and set up something for everybody all over to, they can come in, we vet them, we agree them, and they can use our website. Now listen to me. They didn't need, they don't have money. They said, okay, that's a good thing. So they designed a website, got somebody who can design a website so that people can also, you know. As at last month when I was doing studies about them, they had more rooms on earth than all the hotels put together on earth today. They have more rooms to let than all hotels put together. I would get, it's a good, they call it a good disruptive innovation. It is disruptive innovation that challenges the hotel groupings. Now, you know what sensible hotel are doing now? They are going to buy the shares of Airbnb. These two people, only one idea. They did not have money and they succeeded. Come on now. You are saying that you have a vision, you don't, need, you don't have money. Make your vision plain. Herod will run with it. I want to believe that you have been mightily blessed by the word that came to you from CFT Cathedral Woolwich. Put your hands together for the Lord. Tell somebody I have a living hope. No, no, I don't like that kind of talk. <laughs> Say, I have a living hope. I have a future. God has a plan for me. And this is sure. Stand up on your feet and let me pray for you. Lord, everyone that is here, we are created in your image. Everyone who have heard my voice across the globe, we are created in your image. My God and my King, I say. You said in the book of Jeremiah 29, verse 11, I know my plan that I have for you, which means Satan doesn't know it, but only you know it. So when each one was coming to the world, you drafted a plan for them. It doesn't matter how far out they are from the plan. Today, as I'm speaking, the Bible says when the world was created, in the beginning God created heavens and the earth. Now the earth was void and formless. It took a spoken word for chaos to disappear. In verse 3 of Genesis 1. It took a spoken word for darkness to disappear. And light came. To everyone under my voice today that are confused, I say, let there be light in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you have been bamboozled with confusion, I command confusion to depart from you. The spirit of revelation, receive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes, the spirit of hell assigned to people. Both those who are under them because they have not given their life to Jesus. They still love this world. So Satan bamboos them and bombard them. Or people who believe in you, but they do not hold to your teaching. Satan abuse them. Whichever category you fall into, I declare your freedom in the name of Jesus. I command your mind to cling on the Lord in the name of Jesus. Anyone that suffers affliction, Jesus paid the price on Calvary. 
Afflictor, I discharge you of your duty. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Affliction, I curse you from your root to be removed. The Bible says every tree that my heavenly father did not plant shall be put out from the root. So affliction, put out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I command your bones healed. I command your heart healed. I command your mind healed and restored. I command your organs healed in the name of Jesus. From every terror of Satan, you are set free in the name of Jesus. From every deception of hell, you are set free in the name of Jesus. Those whose minds have been bound, I lose your mind in the name of Jesus Christ. May the understanding of Jesus penetrate your mind in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Galatians 5, 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set me free. It is for freedom that Christ has set me free. He says, therefore, do not let yourself be burdened by yoke, by yoke, by yoke. There are some people who have been set free. And because of their ignorance, they went to be yoked again with the devil. Because of all these false doctrine and teaching that they, they honor so much above the word of Jesus Christ. They became yoked by Satan. Today, under my voice I say, Be free in the name of Jesus. Yokes are broken. God said it. The Lord Almighty had decided. Surely as I plan it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. As I plan, it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. I command everything that, that contends with God's plans and purpose in your love to fail. The purpose of God for you shall be established. When some people are still waiting for their life partner, there are many false preachers and fake children of God who tell them these several reasons why. Some say Satan is the one who hinder you. <laughs> When Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Some people say that it's your past sins that is haunting you. When Jesus says, there are sins I remember no more. All these sort of doctrines that are fake from Satan have hindered the heart of faith. So that the people now get weary. Today, or people who are married and they are waiting for the fruit of the womb. Whatever position you are, that you are waiting for the promise of God. If you fall into the class that is now weary, I command your weary soul to be enlightened. Every garbage put inside you that dampens your faith, I command that the power of God will take them out. Let faith arise within them, O God. 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 Glorious church of the Lord, arise in the name of Jesus from the face of the earth. Thank you, Lord, because it is done. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Stay close your eyes. If anyone is under my voice and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have never invited Jesus into your heart, and you want to do that today, I want to give you an opportunity. Just say this after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Because you died for me. I believe in my heart 
that you are the son of God. I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my mouth, Jesus, come into my heart. I surrender my life to you. Save me, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' holy name. If this is your first time of praying that prayer, when we close, a lady will be standing over there who will be receiving visitors.